Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with hogsports.com coming to you from Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium following Arkansas's 38-17 win over the Rice Owls. Key word being win there. You know, I always say you can tell a lot about how a season or a game is going to go by how things start out. First play, it's like an indicator. And the first play was a special teams gaffe, fumble on a kickoff return. Now, they recovered it, so that's a good thing. But there were some other special teams errors. And, I mean, they have absolutely got to get that stuff cleaned up. I just don't understand why Arkansas year after year has been so bad on special teams. Trash flying around everywhere. So... I want to say this first, and Sam Pittman took a lot of the blame for how Arkansas played in this one, and, you know, wide receiver drops and stuff, and that's coaching and all this stuff, but I guarantee you it's 17-7 against Rice with his former coaching staff at Arkansas, and they don't battle back for him. They just let down, let it happen, I promise you. So that needs to be said. Some credit needs to be given there. Now, having said that, without Jalen Catalan, I don't know that Arkansas wins this game. His contribution was fantastic. 11 tackles, one tackle for loss, had two interceptions. Two of them, I mean, both of them could have gone for touchdowns. Monteric Brown had a really nice pick also, made a great play on the ball. And there were some big plays like that. I think ultimately what won this game for Arkansas is just more athletes. I mean, there were 23 penalties in this game. Special teams errors, galore. Bad play from your quarterback, especially passing the ball wide receivers dropping. I mean, there was there were so many penalties in this game, and I don't know if there were more penalties or Rice players getting taken out. I mean, it seemed like every other play there's a penalty or somebody coming off the field with an injury or a dehydration or a cramp or something like that. It was, I, I don't know if I've ever seen so many. So let's just talk about the game a little bit here. KJ obviously didn't play very well. I thought maybe after he had that 34-yard run, things might loosen up for him a little bit. Still started 0-4. Now, he had some drops, as I mentioned. You know, Devion Warren had a drop on a deep slant over the middle here. Um, K, uh, uh, Traylon Burks had two drops. One of them would have been a third down conversion. That one that, that Devion had might have gone for a touchdown also. By the way, Keetron Jackson, he wasn't holding on that long 68-yard K.J. Jefferson run. I don't know what – the referees, the flags were so late. And, you know, the two targeting flags on Bumper and, and Grant Morgan were both targeting. They were. I hate the punishment, though. I hate that they got to sit out a game. And let's talk about bumpers because he's got to sit out the Texas game now. Was the Rice player not targeting? It's always on the defensive guy. Is the Rice player for ducking his head down? Is that not targeting? I don't. I don't understand that. So, what did KJ end up with? Like 123 passing yards, 12 of 21 for 128 yards, one touchdown. One interception, not a great performance. I think that they need to go more running. Now, the one thing that Texas will take out of this game is, wow, Arkansas has got a quarterback that can really move. They won't see, you know, the they won't take away the 68-yard run off their film. They'll see that. Um, and it'll probably change some things about how they approach because you hear of dual-threat quarterbacks and stuff, and 
Sometimes that means a guy's just mobile in the pocket and stuff, but KJ can really run and be dynamic with his legs. I want to see them not so much just RPO stuff, but just design runs for KJ. Just let him go, like kind of like they would do with Matt Jones back in the day, where or Darren McFadden, where it was like, hey, just fake the handoff here, but go. I think that he could do well there. I like what Traylon Smith did in the game overall, but I want to see more Raheem Sanders. I want to see Raheem more. He's a bigger back. I like backs that fall forward. Arkansas was three of 11 on third downs. You got to fall forward, and I think they've done a good job with Raheem, you know, teaching him to to really hit the hole, and he's doing that. So let's see more Raheem Sanders. Continue to see more Traylon Smith, but maybe just more running in general overall. Let KJ get a little more comfortable when teams are are having to play that run so much. Um, 123 penalties is just too many. 123, that's what it felt like, wasn't it? It wasn't 123 penalties, but it felt like it. It was 13 for Arkansas and 23 total. I mean, that's just, it's too much. So they've got some things that they've obviously got to clean up, but again, they, they did come out with a win. It looked really sketchy there for a little bit, and I think we're so conditioned to how Arkansas has responded in those situations in the past that you expected them to crumble. I could tell on Twitter the way people were talking. You just kind of expected it. Sam Pittman was worried that I wasn't going to be in a good enough shape to do the walk and talk. But when you're talking as fast as I do and you're climbing stairs, you lose your breath a little bit. This Texas game is going to be interesting. I mean, if you got nerves for this game, what's Texas going to be like? And it was great, by the way. I don't know if there were 65,000 at the end of it, but just to announce a crowd of 65,000, I thought the fans were great. Now, they didn't have a whole bunch to cheer for early on, but uh, that's just something they've got to figure out. I don't know that Arkansas wins this game without Jalen Catalan, though, and Monteric Brown, and Bumper Pool also, who, again, is going to have to sit out that Texas game. I don't know if they win without this defensive performance. Keetron Jackson wasn't holding. <laughs> he just wasn't. So, I don't really know what else to say, guys. I mean, you guys, you saw the game. It was a disappointing showing for the offense. They've got a lot to clean up, especially, you know, when you have so much energy, so much geared towards this game. I was just happy to kind of be able to start asking different questions also. Traylon Burks has got to get back going. I mean, Traylon really practiced Wednesday light. I think he did like four periods is what Sam Pittman said. So he had a light practice Wednesday and then Thursday they just did the lighter one hour and 15 minutes shorter practice. So he's obviously going to be rusty a little bit. That's probably the worst game we're ever going to see Traylon Burks play. But they got to get him involved more. I mean to beat Texas they've got to have a guy like Jalen Catalan perform like this. They've got to have Traylon Burks be at his very best. They've got to have better play out of KJ. I think one thing that's really concerning above anything for KJ is sailing the ball so much. He just doesn't look comfortable throwing the ball. So get some more running plays. I mean, heck, in a way, do a lot of what Rice did. I thought Rice had a really good game plan, you know, just kind of taking the clock down, shortening the game if they could, getting injured every other play, it seemed like, when Arkansas was on offense. But until like later, they didn't really have a whole lot of penalties. The penalties started piling up for them later on. I think ultimately, you know, in addition to the players just continuing to fight, you know, even though they've got some things to clean up, Arkansas just has better athletes and that's and better depth also. And that's eventually 
what did it for Arkansas is, you know, Rice starts losing players. Arkansas just kind of leaning on them, leaning on them. They're just bigger and they're, and they're better overall. And, and they should, right? They outclass them, right? That's what Arkansas should be against a team like Rice. So next week is going to be different, though. It's not going to be like that. It's not going to be like you can just out-athlete somebody. They're going to have to clean this up. They can't have 13 penalties. Cannot have 13 penalties against Texas next week. I mean, it needs to be like four penalties or something. They need to catch some breaks. Some of those flags were so late. I mean, it's like coming out of nowhere. Oh, there's a flag on the play. I still can't believe that Keytron Jackson one. And I can and I can agree with the uh, the targeting penalties by rule. They're targeting. What's up? So anyway, not the cleanest start. A good finish. 31. 31 unanswered points. You can't can't be too disappointed with that. I, I know everybody was irate with, with how things started off, and we all expect things to be a certain way. You expect them to come out and just clobber an opponent right off the bat, and sometimes that's just not realistic. Now, the important thing for Arkansas is to get better from here, to go back and look at what they did in this game, try to figure out why they keep getting off to slow starts, even dating to last year. Well, forever, right? I mean, they, they've always gotten off to... To, to slow starts, not just under Sam Pittman. So they have to figure those kind of things out, and they don't have much time to do it, but hopefully they can take what they got from this game because, I mean, in this day and age, like in practices, you're just not you, – you, like we're unable to – like people keep asking me, how's Arkansas going to be? Well, how good is KJ going to be? I mean, that's the question, hasn't it been? Like all offseason, like, yeah, I, th I feel like they got, you know, 23 seniors back. They've got – um, they've got a ton of uh, re returning starters back. They've got some guys that beat out starters, like five guys who beat out returning starters. Those are all good signs. But the one that you don't know is how good is KJ. And you're not going to know until it's live bullets. I mean, people were going irate over Brad Crawford's article where he ranked 14 quarter starting quarterbacks in the SEC and had KJ 14th. I don't know if many people were arguing with it after the first half. Now, I think that KJ can be a good quarterback. We didn't see Malik Hornsby at all. Malik brings even more running ability than KJ. I mean, he can flat out fly. Now, he's not going to truck over some people, but they've got to figure out what KJ does well. And I think for a guy that runs like he does, it's just hard in practice to simulate it because you can't risk hurting him. So you've got a guy who can run at quarterback. You know that. Let's see him run more. Okay, let's – I always could point to, like, Nick Marshall because Nick Marshall wasn't a very good thrower for Auburn. But he threw for 2,500 yards that one year when they went to the national championship because everybody was scared to death of him running. And I think KJ can kind of be like that, especially if they can get a back going, a big back who's going to plow over people like Raheem Sanders can be. You know, get Raheem going, get more runs for KJ, and that's going to start opening up things in the passing game. And the wide receivers have to help him too. The wide receivers have to be there to help him. You've got to have Traylon Burks be Traylon Burks. Defense, keep doing what you're doing. You ought to get John Ridgeway back. It was nice to see a good rotation there, but man, linebacker, when you had Hayden Henry missing time because of this in this game because of being ejected in the Alabama game for targeting, bumper pool, Grant Morgan, bumper's gonna miss the first half of the Texas game. So there's just a lot of things, better hurry. This guy's not slowing. So there's just a lot of things that, you know, you'll be able to, to go back on in this game too and, uh, and figure out. But the defense, I feel like, you know, they've been, all the talk has been like defense is, is out doing the offense and camp and stuff and yada yada. And you don't, again, you know, you got a guy like KJ who they're tagging off of him, you know, and he's down. So figure some things out. 
It wasn't the, the start that you'd want to the season, but it was still a win. They still covered the backdoor late cover. I think the finishing line was like 19 and a half, what I saw it at, and they covered. I mean, technically they did what Vegas thought they were gonna do, as, as bad as it looked. It would be nice to see them get off to a fast start. They get off to a fast start against Rice and finish the way they did. I mean, they might have really blown them out. They gotta get it figured out on offense because it's not gonna be like that next week. All right, everybody. Sorry it wasn't the greatest walk and talk I ever did, but it wasn't the greatest game either. <laughs> we'll be back with you guys next week. Actually, we'll be back with you on Monday for, the, for Hog Sports Live and um, we'll dive deeper into this game. We'll do tons of breakdowns. We got plenty of content on Hog Sports, so go check that out. Thanks for joining me, everybody. I guess I beat the rain, but they also beat Rice, right? All right, this has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.